者の人数ははるかに多い200は超えておりましょう13人おのどもだ覚悟はよいなお
<laughs> yeah, it's what uh, <clears throat> it's what like sixth graders use on their little presentation when they think they're being funny. Yeah, and it's um, <laughs> it's slightly off center. Yeah, it's slightly off center. The words are a little funky, and it's got some weird colors on it. And I um, <clears throat> I bought it from just about the shadiest. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, so that, that's enough self indulgence. Yeah. Um, it's very. What do I do? That's Grayson? a fantastic question. What do question. I do? I don't know. What can I do? Uh, we're talking about a movie. We talked about a movie. We, talk, we already talked about it. <laughs> we already talked about it. Uh, if you missed it, too bad. Everybody go home. Yeah, adios. Um, no, I remember what I was going to say. It Not today, but the day this goes out, because I'm going to release this episode a little bit early, Ooh-hoo. it will be our one year anniversary. Oh, hey. Hey. Happy anniversary, Grayson. Oh, damn, that's crazy. How does it feel to be one year old? <laughs> it's kind of it's scary. Yeah, it's a little scary. Um, I'm still at that point of being a baby where I can't see like two feet past myself. Oh, so. yeah. I have object permanence. Oh, you do now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just, I can't. I, I like look at something and I look away and it's gone. Oh, so you have no object I, permanence. Oh, correct. Okay. That's, yeah, I have no object permanence. You are a toddler. So I am a, okay. yeah. Exactly. Not even a toddler. When are no. you a toddler? I think it's like f- four. Really? I think so. Oh. Maybe like four or five. Maybe six. I don't know anything about children. I Neither do I. I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm never going to have kids. The That's instant okay. the instant I can, I'm getting snipped. Good. I think you can do it now. Oh, damn straight? Yes. Oh, hell yeah. I got to talk to my doctor. 25. You can do it. I am. That's terrifying. I hate being 25. You can rent a car. I can rent a car. Finally. Your insurance premium probably went down. Probably. Yeah. When you're when you're AMAB and you're yeah. you turn twenty five, you can uh mm. your insurance premium goes down because it's mm. like it doesn't matter. Anyway. It's fine, it's whatever. <laughs> <clears throat> Happy anniversary, everybody. Thanks for listening. Yeah. It's been um, a year of this. It's been a year. If you're if you're listening for the first time, um, We've got a year's worth of episodes. Yeah. Uh, at a certain point, we stopped putting out <laughs> two every two weeks. Yeah. And just went to one. Yeah. So there's slightly more than 20-something episodes. Yeah. Um, regardless, thanks, everybody, for listening, yep. sticking with us. Here, here's to another year. Hell yeah. We're grimacing at each other. Yeah, um, Anyway. Grimace. Grimace. <laughs> Hit the guimis. Hit the guimis. Hit the gritty. Yeah. And I bring up the gritty far too much. <laughs> Have you ever actually done the gritty? Yes. Oh. Have you never done the gritty? I've never done the gritty. It's easy to do. Oh, I know it's easy. I just refuse just to that, do it. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just refuse to do it. That's okay. You don't have to refuse. Just do it. Like Nike says. Just do it. Do it. Remember when that was a thing? I remember. Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> this podcast has become a meme podcast. It has. Let's stop now. I got this. Oh, we're so off topic so early. But so I'm on TikTok more often than I should be for a man my age. Same. And uh, I have fucked my algorithm so many different ways that I get the randomest things. And the other day I got this video. I don't know if people watch this kind of thing. It was like a clip of somebody playing Minecraft. Yeah. Right. And then over the top of it. Somebody was like, like a, there was like an AI voice that was just like reciting memes. So it was just like, 
I see. I get the ones where they're there. It's reciting like a Reddit post. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get, get those the, too. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard of the meme one. Oh my god! I got to show you. <laughs> we will get to the movie at some point. Yeah. Just um, bear with us. Just bear with me. Growl, everybody. I literally opened my phone and TikTok was open. That's oh Jesus! Really embarrassing. <laughs> um, I got to show you this ad I got. And. You, for everybody listening, if you can just describe what you're looking at. Okay, all right. Oh, <laughs> oh boy. I took a screenshot. Wow. Okay, so, all right, you know Judy Hopps <laughs> <laughs> from uh, that one movie? Uh, from um, Zootopia. <laughs> Zootopia. Yeah. yeah, it's Judy Hopps. She's got legs for days. Yep huge naturals <laughs> yeah. i mean just the just enormous just the biggest tits. she's about to burst out of her shirt <laughs> yeah uh and so she's wearing like the top yeah is her cop uniform yep wearing a tie and a belt mm-hmm. but then she's got a g-string yep and thigh highs yep yep and her head is wildly disproportionate yes. she's got <laughs> a tiny head her. yeah um tiny head giant tits and on the bottom it says AI art generator colon or no dash anime art try now and then it's got that little wibbly oh yeah you know the yeah which means like approximately Le- yeah um so I got that ad the other day um, did, did you download it yeah absolutely yeah <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> and we're gonna go through it now no. <laughs> that I did not know what to expect coming out of that but yeah. um that is now seared into my retinas yeah for the rest of time you're welcome thank you um, now let's talk about the movie <laughs> yes because this week we we've we've watched a movie and we watched 13 assassins yeah we did which is a 2010 historical action drama film directed by takashi Miike with a story by shochiro Ekamiya. I mostly did that right. I think it's raining. Is it raining? I hear it on your roof. Oh, it is. Look at that. Fuck yeah! All right. Uh, the film is. <laughs> the Look, film... we're in the Midwest. We're in the Southwest. We yeah. don't get rain a lot. So. No, we don't. Um, the film is a remake of the 1962 film Thirteen Assassins, made by Ichi Kudo. Um, the film stars Koji Yakusho. Takayuki Yamada, Yusuke Iseya, Suyoshi Ihara, Hiroki Matsukata, Mikihiro Hira, Goro Inigaki, and Masachika Ichimura. The film does not pass the Bechtel test. Absolutely. I don't even... No, wait. There are women. There are women. I think two women get a speaking line. Yeah, and then that's about it. And that's about it. Uh, the, the film has a 95% critical score on Rotten Tomatoes, which is... Nice. Nice. (laughs) Uh, With an 88% audience score. And finally, the synopsis, which I gathered. Gathered? Gathered. Gathered. Let's cancel the podcast. (laughs) It's been a great year, everybody. Uh, A group of assassins come together for a suicide mission to kill an evil lord. That's that's about it. That's about it. (laughs) Um, Now, before we get into the film's plot and its behind the scenes and all that jazz what did you think of it it was good it was good it picked up a little slow but it was good yeah um i think we said this the last episode 
but yeah, trigger warning for yes, everything. Some, yeah, <laughs> it's it's there are some very dark and and upsetting things. Yes, not as gory as I was expecting it to be. No, but no, it was it was good. Um, yeah, I did find myself there were a couple moments where I went, oh god. <laughs> uh, but it was, I think it was a really good good story. Yeah, and I enjoyed it. I for me, I love this movie. <laughs> I this is for me probably in my top in terms of like action movies, this is in my top 20. Mm. In terms of like movie movies, this is in my top 100. Like it's mm. just fuck, which doesn't mm. say much, but mm. it, it's so good. Like I yeah. to me because this movie it's the kind of thing where it's like it's not for everybody because mm. like you said it is it's <laughs> upsetting yeah and it makes you feel really bad at the end of the movie about all the violence that you just witnessed yeah and there's moments where you're like haha this is great and then two seconds later you're like oh god oh no (laughs) i'm a bad person yeah (laughs) but to me it's just like it hits all these different notes and it does all of them really well Mm -hmm. and i think it's it's a good example of like what an action movie can be in terms of it's really artful and it has something to say yeah that isn't just violence how about it you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah like it it is it is not just a depiction of something really violent it is a commentary on violence and when we can feel good about it and when we probably shouldn't feel good about it yeah um and yeah i just think it's a great movie i i can watch this any day of the week i mean it's it's not a cheerful movie oh god no but it builds to really great moments yes and i think it delivers on the promise like it makes a promise at the start of the movie that it delivers on at the end of the movie yes and that can often be hard for movies to do yeah and so i just yeah i i think it's great i adore it it is Um, very good yeah so it was this based off of historical events? We will talk about it. Okay. Without spoiling the movie. Okay. Yes and no. Okay. So we'll we'll, we'll get to it. All but right. um before we move on to all that, would you recommend people watch this movie? And you can give it as many caveats as you want. <laughs> yes. Uh yes, I would recommend it, but I would only recommend it to very certain people that I know would enjoy this. Yes. Um because again, trigger warning for everything it is you know it can be very um what's the fucking word upsetting yeah there's a better word for it 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 can be very upsetting for certain people and it just you know it's not everybody's cup of tea no um but there are definitely certain people that i know that i would definitely recommend this to yeah it's Um, um like you said i think if like if i knew somebody who had experienced you know, some sort of, I'll just come right out and say it, some sort of sexual violence. Yeah. 100% do not recommend this yeah, movie. <laughs> if you're listening to this and, and that sort of thing affects you in a certain way or if that's something that's affected your life, yeah, don't watch this movie. It will, yeah. it, you know, has some really upsetting... It, it's, it doesn't have any graphic depictions of the act itself. No. But there is a lot of the aftermath. It's and, very implied. And it's very heavily implied. So just, I would say just steer clear of it. Yeah. Second to that, if, you know, you're a combat veteran or something where that kind of violence upsets you, same thing, steer yep. clear. Um, same thing with suicide. Yes, definitely, yes. 
like I said, just basically everything. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, uh, it is. It's a gnarly one. If you have a weak stomach, probably don't watch it. Yeah, the weak stomach. It's like I was saying, it wasn't as gory as no. I thought it was going to be. But there is still a lot of blood. It and is there very is, bloody. I think there are two decapitations, mm-hmm. um, which they kind of like show they yes. they show at least the heads kind of rolling yeah uh heads do roll yeah uh oh there are also there's like an execution style thing that happens yes uh so it's yeah. it's not like gory graphic but it is like content graphic yes. if that makes sense it is not for the faint of heart no no so uh Yes, watch at your own risk, and if you just, if anything we said, like, icks you, just... Yeah, just steer clear. Just don't. You can listen to the podcast and, you know... Yeah, because we're not going to, dis- I'm not going <laughs> to no. describe anything. I, Hell no. No. I, you know, and if you've been listening for a while, you already kind of know how this goes, so... Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, yeah. spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, what you were talking about just a second ago, so... The the villain in this movie um, is a guy named Lord Matsudaira Naritsugu. Um, yeah, he's a big old bitch. Yeah, just a just a murderous, yeah, probably one of the worst villains I've seen in the movie. The worst guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like think of like the worst person you know. Yeah, double it. He executes children for fun yes um it's bad he's a bad man yeah and uh he's based on a real person so he's he's based on a guy with that same name okay um and like it says at the end of the movie like when it finishes it says like oh lord um Naritsugu, uh was declared dead a few days later from a mysterious illness yeah that is what happened so this guy died in real life from illness. Okay. I think it was probably like tuberculosis or something like that. Classic. Um, but the the whole plot of like to assassinate him and the Shogun, you know, orders this secret, you know, cabal of guys to go get him. <laughs> yeah. None of that really happened. This is what's considered like speculative fiction. Okay. So it's like somebody thought about, well, what if, because in real life that guy, he was set to be, you know, on this court mm-hmm. and he was going to be, you know, the right hand to the Shogun and he was kind of incompetent. Like I, from what I read, just like on the Wikipedia page, it was sort of like he, you know, wanted, he, he made these promises of like, I'm going to help the economy. But then he was like classic rich person, like still spending wildly. Yeah. Um, just like in a irresponsible guy. And I could, I didn't read anything about him doing something awful, but like, yeah. it sounds like just typical, you know, yeah. noble stuff yeah um so to me that's kind of the context it's like this idea that so like because it like i said this is based on a movie from 1962 okay and that was kind of the idea for that movie was somebody just thought like here's this guy and he died under these circumstances that are slightly mysterious like what if instead of him dying from illness it was this plot to take him out to, yeah um which i just find interesting it, it's a lot of the, like, circumstances surrounding it are accurate, like, you know, that it was this time of peace, so the samurai didn't really have anything to do. Like, yeah. they were kind of just hanging out. Yeah, th- there's all that stuff. But wh- one of the things that I... one of the So the, the main reason I wanted to talk about this movie... Well, number one, because we're finishing up Ronin Vember. 
Yeah, which we is are. Our, our samurai month. And this, I think, is a great modern samurai movie. I just think it's fucking phenomenal. But it's very good. The main reason I want to talk about this movie is because it has two moments in it that rank in like my like top ten of like action movie moments. Mm-hmm. And the the first one happens. They kind of happen like boom, boom, like right one right after the other. But yeah. So early on in the movie, and again, I won't really describe any of the whatever, but we meet this character and she's this peasant girl who's been wronged by this Lord, right? Mm -hmm. And she's been horribly like mutilated and whatever. And the lead actor, um, the lead character whose name is, let me find it. You got it. You got it. (laughs) Shinzaemon. Um, you know, he's told to, to go meet this girl mm-hmm. and he asks her, like, well, what happened to your family? Mm-hmm. And she can't talk because, you know, she's had her tongue cut out. And Classic. so he hands her, like, you know, a, a quill yeah. and she writes out what happened to her family. And the thing she writes out is total massacre. massacre. Yeah. Right. And you're like, fuck, that yeah. sucks. Right. Yeah. Well, then rest of the movie happens. And about yep. two thirds of the way through, we see the reveal of. Of, you know, this plot that they've put together to kill this lord. Mm-hmm. And they've created this village of death, basically, right? Like, they lock all the guys yeah. inside. Yeah. They blow up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And Shinzeman is on the top of this this stairway, basically. Mm-hmm. Or this walkway. And he's standing up there. And he's like, enough petty tricks, right? Mm-hmm. And the... I think his name is Hanbei. He's like yes. his opposite who's defending this lord. Yeah. He's like telling his samurai, you know, let's show them what, what we're all about or whatever. And Shinzeman, without saying a word, Heard. and there's no music, yep. it's dead silent. He reaches into his, his fucking kimono, yep. pulls out the scroll, unfurls it, and it just says, total <laughs> Ma- massacre. Oh, fucking God! <laughs> Yeah, no, that was a baller move. It's one of those moments where every time I watch it, I just like (laughs) throw my hands in the air. Yeah. It's like the setup, like they they telegraph it like early in the movie, right? Like, and you kind of forget Forget about about it. And you're like, what's he reaching for? And when he pulls it out and unfurls it, it's like a full body chills moment. It's just so like... If yep. you're going to watch this movie for one thing, watch it for watch that. Watch it for that. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, and then they just go to work. Yeah. That is so fucking it's like so good. Ugh. And it is a total massacre. Oh yeah. Um two guys make it out at the end. Not uh oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I and see, I was glad a little confused, Yeah. but that Crazy-eyed guy they found in the forest. Yes. First of all, I love him. Yeah, he's great. He's incredible. Uh, when he died, yes, I was bummed. Yeah. But then he just like shows back up, completely <laughs> fine. And I was like, didn't you have like a whole sword, sword th- yeah. through your throat? Why? So I was reading like because I I too was like, <laughs> what the hell? Like why is he alive? Because yeah. I forgot like what. Because I haven't seen this movie in a couple of years, so mm. when I was watching it this time and he takes the sword through the neck, I was like, oh, I forgot he died. And then he shows up at the end and I was like, wait a minute, what the hell? Mm-hmm. Um, so I was reading about it. There's some speculation about like why that could be. And the prevailing theory seems to be, well, 
the prevailing theory is that it's just supposed to be a funny moment. Like, ah. you're not supposed to think about it too hard. But yeah. <laughs> the, the second theory is that he's supposed to be, like, a yokai or, like, a, a forest spirit. Um, oh. And so he's not really a person. Like, he's just there to help them because they're doing this honorable thing. thing. Okay. And he's this, like, forest god, god. spirit thing. Okay. Um, and I guess there's some evidence to support that, like, when he's having that vision... Um, like he said, he's, he's like daydreaming about that woman he's in love with. Oh, and yes. you see her like bathing in the river. Yeah. That's kind of like spiritual Ritual. imagery. So it's kind of like postulated that maybe he's this like monkey spirit. Okay. Uh, and that's why he's like running around on all fours and he's got like a rock that he's swinging. Yeah. Um, it would, it, I, I like that theory and it makes sense too, because like, he like joins just for the like fun yeah, of it, yeah, just for the hell of it, yeah. right? And he and he tells the main guy, he's like, "You guys are fucking the worst. Yeah, like you guys <laughs> suck, right? Like samurai are fucking arrogant and dumb as shit. What yeah. the hell?" Um. So I I like that theory. I think yeah. that's a pretty good theory. And I do I love his character too because oh, so he's he's the only one of them who's like he's not a samurai, so nope. he, he's got no martial training at all yeah and literally for most of it he's got a rock and a rope and he is swinging it yep he's bonking people real hard he's throwing the rock yeah he'll like he'll drop the fucking rocks and pick up a big ass stick and yeah. just start hitting people it's great he's great yeah, yeah. he's wonderful um and he's kind of the comic relief because most yeah. of this movie's very serious yes and but there's light moments like where he walks in and he's just like woohoo like swinging a <laughs> Yeah, just bonking dudes. Yeah. Um, but the other big moment that to me is just fucking sick. Like so much of this movie is great, but the other big like holy fuck moment yeah. for me is we one of the characters who's a, a big part of it. Um, his name is. Let me find his name. His name is. Uh, Kujiro, Hirayama Kujiro, right? And mm -hmm. he's like that real big guy. He's oh, like yeah. the Ronin. Who yeah. He he trained under Shinzaemon, but then yes. he like he kind of goes off on his own and yeah. and gets into adventures. And he brings his little um, apprentice with him, who yes. I think his name is um, is it Gojira? No, what's his name? Fuck, I can't remember. But I anyway, also can't remember. There's this moment where. All these samurai run down this corridor because they're like, oh, this part, you know, yeah. we can probably get out here. And then he steps out. Right? Oh, yeah. And there's all there's like all these swords in the ground. Yo. And you're like, what's going on here? And he like he's standing and he does the typical samurai thing where yeah. he pulls the sword out of the scabbard. Right. Uh -huh. And then his little, you know, assistant comes out behind him. <laughs> yeah. And he tells him, kill anyone who gets past me. Yo. Oh, fucking and, and, and then and then he just he fucks him up yeah he does he fucks him up real hard and yeah he's just like pulling swords out of fucking plates yeah. and oh my because yeah. he'll like stick one in somebody and yeah. just leave it and then go grab another like oh it's so good yeah it's very good and there's a uh, a great moment where he's like killed all these people mm -hmm. and then he's standing there and he's got the two swords out and it's like an overhead shot and then you see the river and then all of a sudden it starts running red because of all the blood. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's very good. I love that moment. I Those two clips are on YouTube. Mm -hmm. And I will regularly just like when I need a pick me up, Oops. just be like, 
Total Massacre, <laughs> Massacre. 13 Assassins. And I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of that guy and his uh, little assistant, mm-hmm. um, there's a very upsetting moment, like midway through the movie, where they, it's like, you know, they, they've set up the plot, right? Yeah. And they're like, we're going to head this guy off in this yep. village. So they're kind of on their way there, but they get confronted by this group of Ronin. Yes. And, you know, they, they dispatch them pretty easily, but that guy's, uh, uh, I keep calling him an assistant. He's his apprentice. Apprentice. Um, he, like, goes to kill a guy. Oh, yes. But then his sword gets, like, stuck, stuck. Yeah. in, like, that guy's shoulder. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. And uh, he ends up killing him, but... There's a moment where he's standing there and he's just like staring at his sword. Yeah. And that guy goes up to him and he's like, uh, first, first time, time in combat or something like that. First time you killed somebody. Yeah. And he's like, I've, you know, f- sparred a lot, but killing somebody's a first for me. Mm-hmm. And he, there's just the look on his face. He's like so shell shocked that you're like, yeah. oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> no, the, the acting in this, in this movie is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, yeah that, that part. I was like, ooh. Yeah, it's it. Th- there's kind of like two or three moments where you're kind of enjoying the action. Yeah. And then Takashi Miike, who's the director, he likes to like throw in like, hey, by the way, hey, this you is should a- feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is a terrible thing that's happening. Yeah. Um, and they also make you feel bad for all the guys they kill because they're like, those Ronin like didn't have any money. Like. They probably took it because they were starving, you know, yep. and you guys just murdered them all. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. There's moments where you're like, oh, I forgot. Like, yeah. they're all going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. It's uh, ugh. yeah, it's a real bummer. It is a real bummer. Yeah. Because there's there's definitely like there. We'll take it back to the beginning for a minute because mm-hmm. I feel like I haven't even d- described like what the movie's actually about. So, yeah, <laughs> I mean, if, if you're listening at this point, you probably already seen it. But yeah. Regardless, so there's this guy, and he's the worst, and he yep. does a bunch of bad things. Yeah, and he's set to like, you know, be on the Shogun's council. And basically, if this guy gets like put into power, he's gonna be the worst. Mm-hmm. He's probably gonna ruin the whole country. Yeah, and so the the like head advisor to the Shogun is like, I'm gonna secretly put together this group of guys. Yeah. To go kill him, right? Yeah. And we'll do it in secret so that the Shogun doesn't get mad. Because the Shogun can't outright kill this guy, right? Because yeah. if he does, he's going to lose his power and whatever. And so he puts together this, like, group of guys. And one of the things that I think the movie does really well is it doesn't make you care about all of them. Like, yeah. not all of them are characters. Right. But there's a handful that you get to know their names. Mm-hmm. And, like, one or two things about them. Yeah. So there are, like, stakes to it. Yeah. You know? So, like, you have, like, Shin Zeman, who's, like, the main guy. Yeah. You've got, um, I think his name is... There are 13 of them, so... There are 13. Oh, his name is Shimada Shinrokuro. Um, <clears throat> he's, like, Shin Zeman's nephew. And he's yeah. this kind of, like, playboy, like, you yeah. know, fun-loving guy. Um, who's kind of reluctant at first. He's yeah. like, I don't know if I want to do this or whatever, yeah. but his uncle's, like... come do it and he's like all right now you convinced me um and then you meet the ronin who we were talking about earlier his apprentice and then there's like that old guy 
who's like oh, with yeah. the spear. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Oh, he's wonderful. He's like, yeah, I'll do this, but uh, I need two hundred bucks. <laughs> and they're like, uh, for why? Uh, and his ter- he was like the the things he was going to spend it on was what to bury his wife. Yep. Uh, to settle to, or basically as a, a down payment on his like burial and all yep. that. Uh, paying debts. Yep. And then, is there one other thing? Yeah, he says like to enjoy all the luxuries he didn't get yes. to enjoy in this life. Yeah. Um. So basically, he's like, I need some graves. Oops. Pay off my debts, and then I want to fuck. (laughs) Yeah. We're going to fucking do drugs, and it's going to be great. And then we're going to go fuck up a bunch of bitches, and if I die, I die. And he has a great line later where, you know, after the total massacre thing, he takes the, you know, the scabbard off of his spear, and he says, the price you paid for my life is a real bargain. And I'm like, that's, this guy's great. He's pretty good. Um, Who was the guy, the betting guy? Uh, That's his nephew. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's Shimato. He says something during that whole, like, little betting scene. Yeah. He says something just absolutely brutal <laughs> to that guy next to him. Yeah. Because, like, he bets, I get, I don't know what the game was, but there was, like, a dice involved, and you bet, like, even or odd. Yeah. Uh, and I think he bet odd, and it was odd, so he, like, won a bunch of money, and the guy next to him was like, oh, it must be your lucky day or something. Mm-hmm. And the nephew just goes, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> and the guy's like, well, what? And he's like... Uh, luck. Uh, what was it? It was like something along the lines of like luck leaves uh those who were spoken by an unlucky person yes. or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy just gets all pissed and like leaves. Yeah. And I was like, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And the thing is, like, they they go out of their way to like not make you like the the deed that they're doing is more noble than the people themselves. Yes. Because a lot of the samurai that you meet, they suck. Oh, right? yeah. Like, they're arrogant, mm-hmm. and they're murderous, and just, like, the worst. Yep. But they're killing this guy who... Is even worse. Is even worse. Yeah. <laughs> like, he he is so bad that all these bad people are like, oh, we can't have that guy in power. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and it's also said that, like, this guy is the worst because... He put down, um, and they kind of just imply this in like dialogue and whatever, but he's basically accused of putting down like uh, a revolt, mm. right? Like there's, they talk about this, you know, revolt that happens among all these like, you know, peasants who come together because they're not being treated fairly. Mm. And he basically puts them down and, you know, yeah. whatever. And so towards the end, when he is getting killed, um, Shinzimon goes out of his way to be like, I am killing you on behalf of the people right like yes. this i am doing this because you have you are a danger to, to the yeah. citizens right yeah um which i just think is great oh yeah that's fantastic um also i it, you get a little bit of like catharsis when he dies yes because after he gets stabbed, yes. <laughs> he starts freaking out. Yeah. Because he was like, you know, he's like this guy that thinks he's invincible, right? He's yeah. never going to die. Uh, and then he, like, gets stabbed and he, like, goes down and he starts saying, like, 
he starts like screaming. He's like, I'm scared. I'm scared. Am yeah. I dying? Like what's happening to me? And then he finally dies and you're like, yeah, you son of a bitch. Yeah. He gets a really cathartic. De- yeah. Yeah. Cathartic death. It's great. Yeah. Because I, you know, we've seen him do these just God awful things. Yeah. And so by the end of it, you're like, please die. Yeah. Just fucking <laughs> please. Uh, and it's, it's good. Yes. Um, so what do you think? So you said the movie is very s- slow in the beginning and it is very slow because yeah. it's a lot of just people talking, talking yes, <laughs> and it's a lot of people just sitting cross-legged on the ground <laughs> and just, you know, and I, discussing and I, war. Yeah. And I get why they have to do that, but I, I don't know. It is. So the thing is, is like, it's a two hour long movie mm. and I think you could have cut a lot of that stuff down. Yeah. And made it like an hour and a half, hour 45. Well, so the original movie is an hour and a half. Like okay. the one from the 60s. And I watched a good bit of it. It is almost entirely a shot for shot remake. Oh, really? Like wow. the, the beginning is very similar, like mm-hmm. where they're all meeting and mm-hmm. talking about whatever. Um, the scene where that guy um, does horrible things to that guy and his wife in yeah. the beginning, there's like that flashback. Yeah. That is almost shot for shot the same. Wow. Um but what they change, what Takashi Miike changes is he extends the last half of it. So okay, the battle scene goes for forty five minutes, okay, um, as opposed to like thirty minutes or something like that. And then he adds a little bit more in the middle, like he adds okay. that um, Ronin battle, and he adds mm. something else. Okay, um, but yeah, I think you could cut down some of the stuff in the beginning. I think they go a little because Takashi Miike, like for people who don't know, he is a notoriously graphic director. Um, He has these two movies that he's probably most known for. One is called The Audition and one is called Ichi the Killer. Um, And both of them are banned in several countries because of (laughs) how violent they are. Wow. Um, Yeah, he's because he started in like horror. Like Mm. The Audition is like a horror movie. Okay. Um, Ichi the Killer is, is a, an adaptation of a manga, but mm. I think he like cranks the violence up a lot. Um, so he's known for kind of being really extreme. Okay. But what's funny about his filmography, if you look at it, like his first few movies are like movies, movie, first few movies <laughs> are no, <laughs> his first few movies are like, Oh my God, I can't say few. His first few movies. There, there we go. go. Are like <laughs> horror movies. And these, like, super ultra-violent things. And then he did, like, adaptations of the Yakuza games. Holy Which are these, like, super wacky, like, you know, whatever. And then he did some more violent stuff. And then now he's directing a lot of, like, children's television. I know. Yeah. He directs these, like, weird, like, girl group, like, superhero shows. I don't know. I tried to find them. Yeah, I know. And then... (laughs) Holy shit. And then he's back to crime dramas. Like, I don't know what his deal is, but... He's just doing whatever he wants. Yeah, he seems deeply strange. Like I, <laughs> I watched this interview with him, because um, he's he's one of those where he doesn't do a lot of like interviews and stuff. Mm. But he was at this film festival and they did an interview with him. And let me tell you, he is the king of dodging a question. Like he's just, <laughs> really wow. They would ask him like, so a lot of people say that you're really weird for um, your depictions of violence in movies. But like, what do you you know say in response to that? And he's like. Well, you know, the thing about movies is that I like to 
go on walks in the morning and yeah. sometimes, <laughs> you know, you look at a, a bird and it's not really a bird, it's a fish. And you're like, what are you saying? What does that mean? <laughs> yeah, that's very odd. Yeah, he, he's, he's an odd duck, but... Um, yeah, he so he's known for like kind of cranking things up to eleven, which I think he definitely does. Like, I think you could do, even though it does result in a great moment later on. I think you could do without the armless woman, yeah, who's naked and has no tongue. Like, it's, yeah, it's a little bit much. Yeah, it is. It's um, we we cut that. We could cut that. You could even imply it without having yes. to show it. Because it is a very upsetting... Yes. Like, the, I remember the first time I watched it, I was like, what the... Huh? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Not that there's anything wrong with not having two of your limbs. It's more like the reveal of it and yeah. knowing how she got that way and what she's been used for is very it's, upsetting. Yes. It's, it's a... It, and it makes it... But I guess at the same time, even though it's awful... It makes you be on the side of the people you're supposed to be on the side of, yeah. right? Like, because they are mass murderers, right? Yeah. They kill 200 people yeah. just to get this one guy. I, yeah. And it's a bit much. It is. But uh, he kind of deserves it. Just a little. Like, a lot of it. And I think the people on his side kind of deserve it. Because you're, like, defending yes. this awful man. Yeah, because I was like, what? what's it, Hanbei? Is Hanbei, what, Hanbei, yeah. Hanbei. I I kept thinking throughout the movie that like the the main guy would would eventually convince Hanbei because they're kind of like buddies yeah right um and I I kept thinking and hoping I was like Hanbei is going to realize that what he is doing is wrong right and he will either like defect at the very end or at least turn and help the the 13 assassins right. with taking this guy down but he never does and no. i you know it's i think part of that is just this culture around honor um, right where he's like i have to do this right. out of honor and if i betrayed if i turned on him and my orders that would be dishonorable yeah which it's like fair but also <laughs> if you helped kill this dick bag that also might be honorable right and so it's it's a very two-sided yeah thing and so i but i do yeah. like i do like that the movie makes you think about it yes right because like we don't understand it because we have a different cultural I mean, this is going to be, like, oversimplified. And yes. <laughs> probably, I'm, I don't know. I'm not going to say this correctly, but the the American, like, equivalent to this is something like, you know, like a Western, right? Yes. And, like, in the Western, the people we often side with in those kinds of films are people on the side of justice. Yeah. As opposed, and you are in this movie as well, but the, there's never really the discussion of loyalty yes. in those movies because loyalty in an American film is seen more as a value of people on the right side of the moral, you know, whatever playing field. Right. Yes. So if somebody's loyal, they are also good. Right. Yes. Whereas in this time period in Japan, you were loyal 
no matter what, right? Yes. It was your duty. Like, it was, you are put on this earth. Heaven has put you on earth <laughs> to be loyal to the person Personal. you've been assigned to, right? Yes. And to go against that is to go against the will of whatever force put you on earth, right? Yes. And so it's this difference in even if the person you're protecting is the worst guy in the world, <laughs> you have been told by God himself that yeah. that is your job, right? Yes. And to go against it is to go against the will of heaven, right? Yeah. So, and again, I know I'm oversimplifying that. Mm -hmm. I also shouldn't say God because I think at this point in Japan, it was a... a I can't remember the name of it, but it's it's more like spirits and yeah. and you know ancestor uh, worship than yeah. it is like a singular god. But regardless, it so I I like the idea that there are these two guys who are representations of their singular duties, mm -hmm. right? And one of them feels a duty to his master and his yes. lord. And the other feels a duty to the greater good. The and the people. And yeah. the people that he's, you know on the side of yeah. i don't know i i think it's a very interesting yes. dichotomy it is it's very it is very interesting and there are several moments where i could tell that hanbei he was conflicted as fuck yeah because they you know he kept trying because like the the lord or whatever he like kept trying to like he almost like wanted to just like go straight through yeah. because he thought he was invincible but hanbei was like no no no, we gotta like go around we gotta like find a way out of this right because you know if we can just get out of here we'll be fine um and he was doing everything in his power to like keep this guy safe but yeah. the the lord guy just kind of had a death wish yeah um and he kept throughout the movie he kept talking about like how like you know fighting is like in war there's like during the whole last fight scene yeah he was like you know he's watching all of this fighting happening and he asked mm -hmm. hanbei he was like do you think this is what the time of war was like mm -hmm. and hanbei was like I, yeah probably and he was like i like this i think when <laughs> i'm in power we're gonna go back to doing yeah, this let's bring it back yeah, yeah. And and Hanbei and, and you could see Hanbei visibly like oh my god yeah like what, oh fuck <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing? But like you were saying, you know, he was assigned to this guy and he has to be loyal to him. Yeah. Uh, and so I, but I think he was, I think Hanbei was trying desperately to at least avoid some of the conflict. Right. To no avail. Yeah, I'm trying to make sure but his name is Hanbei. I th I think it is. H A N B E I. Yeah, can't find this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> we imagined him. We did. Maybe we did. Uh oh. I'm not speaking into the microphone. Um, I'm doing stand up now. <laughs> <laughs> is his name Hanbei? I want. I want to say. It I is. think it is. It ha It's got to be right. Yeah, Hanbei. It is Hanbei. Okay. Hanbei Good. Kito. Cool. Played by Masachika Ichimura. Okay. That's what I thought. Yep. Right on. Right on. Right on, brother. <laughs> um, yeah. And again, it's just a testament to the acting in this movie because, like, it. That actor did a very good job of 
portraying just like the internal conflict he was dealing with with this whole situation. Yeah. Uh, it was a real shit show. Yeah. And I his fight against the fucking what's his goddamn name? Uh Shinzeman. Yes. Uh I think they're one on one. That was really It's a very good duel. It's a very good yes. Um and I like that it, it again, it's just kind of one of those tropes of samurai movies that there's the mutual respect yes like we talked about last week with with zatoichi and the the you know sam the ailing ronin yes in this one it's very similar where even though they're on opposite sides shinzeman has a lot of respect for hanbei yes and so when he does kill him he tries to give him an honorable Mm -hmm. death yes um and he gives him the mercy of decapitating him right Right. so it's very swift Mm -hmm. um and then that guy (laughs) He kicks his head. <laughs> uh, that was fucked up. It is fucked up. Yeah. And and Shizimon does ask a very valid question. Why the fuck did you kick his head? Yeah. He laid down his life for you. Right. Um, and I can't remember what the dick said, but mm-hmm. it it was very clear that he didn't really give a shit. Yeah. Like the all of these people that fought and died for him, mm-hmm. they were just pawns. Yeah, they're just cattle to him. Yeah. yeah. And so which is a damn shame. Because, I mean, Hanbei deserved more than that. He did. And I do like the... Because um, there... So, the Shinzeman ends up dying. Yes. And I feel like there is this moment where you're watching it and you're like, he could have avoided that blow right where he yeah, gets stabbed. Stab, yeah. But he does say at the beginning that as a samurai in a time of peace, he's looking for an honorable death. Yeah. And I think there is the implication that he kind of lets that happen. Yeah. So that by the end of this, he's just done for. Yeah. Um, And I I do... uh, God. When he kills that guy, it's so satisfying. It's so... Yeah. And and just that, like... Again, that moment where he's just crawling around. Yeah. And he's screaming. You're just like, good. Good. (laughs) And I I like that he... That Shinzeman, like... Let's it drag out a little bit. Yeah. Because, like, he could have, like, just ended him real quick. But right. he lets him kind of crawl around for a little bit in pain yeah. and all that. And so I was like, good on you, bud. Yeah. Um, and then, and I think kind of going back to what you were saying about, like, him being done with just being a samurai because they're in a time of peace. Yeah. He tells his nephew, he's like, look, man, as he's dying, he's yeah. like, look. This shit's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> go go live your life for yeah. fuck's sake. Yeah. You know, get get out of this. And I, yeah, and I think what's like what I was saying earlier where the movie has something to say. Mm-hmm. I think what gives you an indication of that is where the movie ends. Yes. Because I feel like in an American film, they're like don't think about the carnage, right? Yeah. They're like don't think about it. Just and the movie we won good yeah but the movie really like takes another five minutes to go we're gonna have our main character walk through all the bodies yeah and you're gonna see everything and mm-hmm. you're gonna feel real bad about yeah <laughs> yeah and <laughs> about you all do. the carnage yeah and you do and it kind of sinks in like you're like oh <laughs> yeah those were all people i yeah. forgot mm-hmm. um, well and i think he knows that too yeah and the it, it's it and again there's no music Mm-mm. you're just hearing the sounds of like fire crackling 
and his footsteps falling. And there is the comic relief where that guy comes bounding up and he's like, fuck, that was fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm out. I'm out. See you later. And then he skips away. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there is still that moment where you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, and not only like all that carnage, but like those were people's homes. Yeah. Right. They they like had to evacuate the entire village. Mm-hmm. And, and so when, you know, as the dust settles and those people come back to the village. Yeah. Well, now they have 200 plus bodies, yep. 212 yep. bodies that they got to deal with. Oh, yeah. And, and th- they also have to rebuild a lot mm-hmm. of their, you know, there was that whole building that just got blown up. Yeah. Right. There was the bridge coming into their town that mm-hmm. they now have to fix. Uh, and so it's horribly probably because they're going to get back and there's just going to be carnage. Yeah. Everywhere. And it's going to be horribly traumatic for them. So, yep, it's a real bummer, <laughs> I will say. The one thing that kind of caught me off guard, and I was not... <laughs> I know what you're going to say. I was not <laughs> expecting this. When, when the Lord and his entourage show up... Yeah. <laughs> it cuts, right? They're like, they, they get to the village. It wasn't even the Lord. It was like... It was, I think, Hanbei and, like, one other guy. They were, yeah. like, scouting ahead. <laughs> they get to the village, they're, like, looking yeah. around, right? And it cuts to this little kid. <laughs> Butt-ass Butt naked, naked. Just yeah. nothing on. Yep. Right? <laughs> Hanbei and this kid make eye contact. Yep. And it kind of does a couple cuts back and forth. <laughs> And then all of a sudden, the kid just starts pissing. He just starts pissing. <laughs> yep. It's so unexpected. I, I was like, why is this in here? I don't know. I, I, was, I don't know. I, it threw me for such a loop. I forgot about that until you brought it up just now. Yeah. I even remember watching that going, what's Grayson going to think of this? <laughs> I, I was like sitting there. I was like watching it, right? I was yeah. like paying attention. And then all of a sudden, just... And I went, uh, oh, huh. Yeah. Okay. I think it's supposed to be funny, but like, it's so unexpected that you're just like, huh? <laughs> it's jarring. It is jarring. Is what it is. I, it's, yeah. I can see how they might think it might be like a little funny, but yeah. there, like, there's no lead up to it. No, it is it's quite t- unexpected, <laughs> but I think it is supposed to be this like, it's supposed to show you that, oh, Hanbei's like, oh, it's just a regular village. Which, it's just yeah. people hanging out, right? <laughs> but it is funny that it's this this kid just being like... He's got to be at least like nine or ten. Yeah, just dick out. Just, <laughs> and then, just pissing. And doesn't break eye contact. No. It's just That's daggers. a power move, yeah. <laughs> daggers and then piss. <laughs> I'm cutting that out. I'm, yeah. I'm, no, I'm cutting that and making a clip. Yeah. I'm going to put that on YouTube. Excellent. <laughs> Just daggers and piss. <laughs> it was, uh... Oh. Yeah, I yeah, was... Yeah, that's unexpected. I was not expecting that. It it genuinely shocked mm-hmm. me. And uh, there's so much that goes on in this movie... Yeah. ...that you kind of forget about it later, and then yeah. you're thinking about the movie, and you're like, hey, what was up with that? <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> it was... Yeah, that was wild. That was wild. I, so one thing that I think this movie does well is I think it presents 
Because this movie is basically one big setup and reveal, right? Yeah. So it's like the whole first half of the movie is just setting up the second half. Yeah. And I think they do a good job when it is eventually revealed, like, their plan. Mm -hmm. They do a good job of setting things up to where you can believe that these 13 guys could kill 200 others. Yeah. And there's moments where it gets a little bit unbelievable, but... Mm -hmm. I think the, you know, seeing them reveal, like, the gates that close. Yeah. And there's those moments where people run into a building and then the building explodes. explodes. Yeah. Um, I think they do enough of that where you're like, okay, it's not just 13 guys single-handedly killing a yeah. bunch of other guys. There is a little bit of that typical, like, it's just one guy and for some reason everyone's not charging him. Uh, They're yes. just kind of, you know, waiting. Right. It's like a one-on-one. Um, -on -one. It's like... Yeah. yeah you know, if you've ever played, like, Assassin's Creed... Yeah. And you go into, like, a large group of people and you're fighting them... It, it, the game doesn't rush all of them at you at once. Right. Right? You're kind of standing there. And then yeah. all of a sudden you'll see one enemy start doing a thing. So then yeah. you can counter and stab them. And then you wait. Right. And then you counter and then you stab. It's a, yeah. Right. It's like that. It is like that. But I think they do a good job of, like, cutting away enough that yeah. you don't think about it too much. Yes. <laughs> Because I think if they held on any one of those fights for too long, you'd be like, why aren't they all just stabbing him at once? Uh, yeah. But, and they, there's also, they do a lot of like wildly swinging yes. to keep everyone away, <laughs> yes. which I think works. Yeah. Now, the one thing that kind of, because, okay, the the entourage gets to the, the town. Yeah. And all these traps start going off, right? right. And the, the traps sort of stop mm -hmm. and... Somebody, one of the assassins says says something either like, okay, that's 70 down, or it's like, okay, now we only have 130 left. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And so I was doing the math, right? Uh -huh. So if there's 13 assassins and 130 motherfuckers left, yeah. each assassin gets 10 guys. Yeah. And that should be it. And there are several moments mm -hmm. where it is like, you know, there's like one assassin versus quite a large group. Yeah. And he gets a about 10 yeah but they keep coming yeah it like it, it i was just watching it and i i was like it this isn't quite adding up it seems like yeah. there might be a little bit more than what they were saying probably yeah uh because you know if one guy you know takes out about seven or eight and he goes helps another guy and takes out another you know two or three right well there's his 10 right right and and so it should have been fairly quick. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I again, I don't think you're supposed to think about it too hard. But <laughs> I think on the other hand, you could also make the assumption that they're getting that number based off of one guy yeah. who went ahead and scouted. Yeah. And he's not going to sit there and count all 200 yeah, of them. He's right. just like, yeah. you know, and then runs back. So yeah. I could see it being like there's a, there was actually 250 or whatever, yeah. you know. Um because, yeah, some of them definitely kill more than 10. Yeah. Um, and so it's like... And, and you do also have to suspend your disbelief that... Yes. <laughs> they wouldn't just wait around and then shoot him in the head with an arrow. Right. Because like, that's what I would do. Oh, yeah. In fact, I would just wait until he stepped on some dynamite and then and blow then it up. You know? <laughs> right, exactly. But, um, one, one of my favorite moments in this movie... because uh, Well, so... what They set it up, right? Traps go off. Yep. There's that weird moment where all those CGI cows come running out. That was crazy. <laughs> that was insane. I because they're on fire, but yeah. it is so 
clearly like CGI yeah. and just like some of the worst CGI <laughs> you've ever seen. Yeah. That was crazy. That was fun. That, <laughs> yeah. But so all this stuff is happening and they're doing really well, right? Yes. And then there's that moment where one of them dies, right? Yes. He gets stabbed through the through the rice paper, the, yeah. you know. And he goes down, right? Mm -hmm. And then after that, it's kind of like dominoes. Like, they all kind of start falling. But I think one of the best deaths... There's two great deaths. And one of them is they give that guy the dynamite. Yes. And then he's, he's like, running at him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And he just fucking... (laughs) Fucking explodes. Yeah. Oh, that was the other thing that I was like, that first of all, would not have happened. Right. Uh, it, it's when that explosion goes off. We don't see the explosion, but we hear it. Yeah. And then there's just like that wave of blood. Oh, yeah. That was dumb. Yeah. But I like I, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, really? It's a great visual. Oh, no, it's fantastic. Yeah. And I think it, you know, it, it tells you, oh, yeah, a lot of people died over there. Yeah. Uh, but I think you could have also just had the explosion and then maybe like a limb. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. True. Not just like wave of blood. Like this isn't biblical, whatever. Yeah. It's hyper season. real. Yeah, yeah. It's it's that's a cool visual. I it guess. is. No, it was it was cool. Uh, just it seemed a little out of place. Yeah, I also like. So he's probably my favorite character. He's that he's the big Ronin guy, yeah. right? Yeah, and um, he. He has a death that he telegraphs himself earlier mm-hmm. where he's like, he's training the younger samurai and he tells them, you know, there's no honor in combat, right? Like, yeah. if you have to pick up a rock, pick up a rock. Okay. If you have to pick up a stick, pick up a stick, right? Right. And there's that moment where him and his apprentice are fighting. His apprentice gets slashed and he goes down, right? Yeah. And we get his POV, mm-hmm. and he's on the ground, right? Yeah. And his head is, like, in this thing, and he's kind of watching as he's yep. dying. And his master is on the ground, and he's got a rock. And he's it's beating beating a guy with the rock, mm-hmm. and then he hits another guy with the rock. And then, you know, he's stabbed, and he just crawls over, and then they die together. Yeah. I was like, that's the first moment where you're like, oh. <laughs> yeah. No, that was heartbreaking. <laughs> That was a real bummer. It's rough, yeah. Um, but I do like that they telegraph that earlier, and mm-hmm. then it comes up where you're like, "Oh, he's doing what he said." You know, yeah. he's like practicing what he preaches. Yeah, at, against all odds, he is taking them down. You yeah. know, yeah. It's a bummer of a movie. Yeah, it's real sad. It's real sad. It's yeah. satisfying, but it's sad. Yes. Yeah. Um. So one of the things I brought up a few times: there's not a lot of music. There is not. I noticed that. I was yeah. like, "What's? Where's the music?" I think there's a. They use it very sparingly. Like yeah. there's a, there's parts where they're marching and there's yeah. some music during the setup of the massacre. There's a bit of music. Yeah. And then there's some kind of in the middle when they're like fighting and it needs to be dramatic. But I do like that they're very like they kind of hold back on it and yeah. let just the sound of the violence kind of happen. Mm-hmm. Um. Especially at the end when you're kind of sitting with it, they do a good it they're very restrained, right? Yes. They don't like just throw sad music in your face. <laughs> yeah. They let you kind of decide how you should feel. Yeah. Um which I think is good. Yeah. I just think it's a great movie. It is. It's very good. Um The opening scene was a little rough. <laughs> it's shocking. Yes. Uh because it's like there's no dialogue. Uh-uh. There's no... Like, 
at the so the very beginning of the movie you get this like black screen with text and it like is you know you know you're reading a bunch of stuff it's telling you some history and context yeah and then it's just this one guy yeah kneeling yep in a square yes. nobody else and at first I was like, what the hell is, is he waiting for something? Like, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then he commits seppuku. Yeah. Uh, technically, and I actually just learned this today. Mm-hmm. He technically just committed harakiri. Yes. Um, which is the act of disemboweling yourself. Yes. Right. Who was that? I don't know, but <laughs> fair enough. The, from what I understand, he's the lord of this clan mm-hmm. that, in some way, was wronged by Lord Naritsuku. Okay, and because the Shogun is the half brother of the Lord, yeah, he doesn't punish him. Uh huh. And so this guy, what he does is he comes to the steps of the Shogun, mm-hmm. kills himself, mm-hmm. and that's his protest. Ah. And so it's that's what kicks everything off because gotcha. the advisor to the shogun is like we can't let this guy like yeah you know continue because it's going to result in civil war right yeah. okay because all these other clans are going to start you know revolting and it's yeah. going to end up in this whole big thing and so mm-hmm. he's like we got to take care of this guy but the shogun can't come right out and ask me to do that okay and so I have to take it upon myself to hire this guy. To go kill him, right? Okay. That makes sense. And so, yeah, I they don't outright say who that guy is. This, They're just like, he's the lord of this clan and, and yeah. he's killing himself in protest. Yeah. One thing about I I think this movie could do less of is there's a lot of very complicated Japanese history. Yes. Which I guess like if you are Japanese, maybe you know more of that. Right. But as somebody who's not, you're kind of like, I don't know where <laughs> this is or who that guy is or I, what they're doing. As uh, as I was watching it and they were kind yeah. of talking about, they were in the village already, but they were talking about like the path that the Lord was taking. Yeah. I I just pulled up fucking Google Maps <laughs> yeah. and I just started typing in these fucking cities. Yeah. Uh, and I was kind of like looking at where everything was in, in relation. Uh, and it's like right in the Tokyo area. Yeah. It's yeah, like yeah. right it's like there some of the some of the places they were talking about were like right outside Tokyo um and then I think there's like a couple of places that were in inside Tokyo um but yeah it's like right in that area. Yeah. And I think that helped a little bit. Okay. <laughs> like just like as they were saying towns I was like okay yeah. quickly just google maps it see where the fuck it is. Uh, and that kind of gave some context as okay. to like the path they were taking and then just where in Japan they were. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, and so. I mean, I guess at the same time, I shouldn't say it should do less of it. I guess it's, it's similar to like, to make the comparison again, like in a Western mm. when it's, you know, around the civil war or it's before the Mexican American war right. and you're supposed to kind of understand the context. Yeah. Like if you're not somebody who knows anything about American history, you'd be like, I don't know uh, what's going on. Who's that guy? Yeah. You know? What's El Paso? What's, yeah. <laughs> Who's Teddy Roosevelt? You know? <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah. I, I was confused at the beginning, especially yeah. the first time I watched it. I was like, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> yeah. I came for fun. I didn't come for history, but uh, yeah, no, I, I think the next time you watch it, 
Just pull up Google Maps real quick, and when they say I think I will. towns, just punch it in real quick. Yeah. See where it is. Because I didn't even think to do that. I was just yeah. like, I don't know. There's somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, and it was a. It, it was just interesting. I think I might still have some of them pulled up. I do like. There's a a very tense moment while you're doing that, where because part of their plan is they enlist this other guy to head them off at the pass. Yes. And prevent them from moving any further. And there is a very tense moment where they're kind of doing a standoff on the bridge and you're kind of yeah. like, oh, this, what if he, cause their whole plan hinges on that moment, right? Where he decides to go a different route. Yeah. And there is the moment where you're like, he could just decide to just barge right through them yep. and their whole plan falls apart. Right. And I, I like that moment. I think it, I think it's executed well. Oh, it's done very well. And there is that great moment where they're like, "Come on, you're gonna let us pass!" Like, yeah, stop playing around. And then he's <laughs> yeah. like, snaps his fingers, and all the guys with the guns <laughs> come out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They're like, was... "Oh, he's serious." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so one one town that they named, uh-huh. and I'm gonna butcher the fuck out of this, um, is. Ochia? Oh, no. Ochie? O- o- Ochai? Oh, yeah. O-C-H-I-A-I. O-C-H-I-A-I. Oh, yeah. All right. And so, there it is. Okay. Oh, I was too close to the mic. And, where the fuck? And there's, so, let's see. There, okay. So, that little red thing, yeah. that's where it is. And then there's Tokyo over there. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is right. pretty close to Tokyo. Um. And then they were all, they, I find in these movies, they always talk about Edo. Yeah, Edo. Yeah. Um, I found Edo. Edo. It's this tiny little oh, okay. place inside, I believe inside, I don't know if you can see it, but. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you, you know, as, and I, I wasn't able to, because I kind of did it late. Yeah. Uh, that, that idea kind of came late. And so I didn't catch like all of the town names, but. Right. I was, I like, as I was watching, I like had the mask pulled up and I like, I found that first one and then they said, said another name and I wasn't able to punch it in quick enough, but I just like started going around Japan in that area. And yeah. there was several other towns that I was like, oh, I remember them talking about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it was wildly interesting. Yeah, it is. I, yeah, it is interesting. I, I have never been to Japan my dad has i would like to yeah it looks beautiful oh yeah absolutely and this whole movie is gorgeous oh it's very well shot yeah especially the beginning where it's taking place mostly at night and they're in these like you know i don't want to say hut it's like just these buildings yeah and it's mostly just lit by candle yes i think those were very pretty oh those were yeah and they're well shot so where you can still see everything like you're not you know lost but right the, just that real soft lighting is really mm-hmm. cool. Um, the one from the 60s is not as pretty. Well. It's got that 60s lighting where everything is just lit. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, um, by the way, the, the one from the 60s is um, on a little website called YouTube. Oh. Um, and it's free if anybody wants to watch it. It's like That's, an hour and a half. Okay. Um, it's kind of funny because at the beginning of it, uh, they play a trailer for the movie you're about to watch and then you watch the movie and then you watch the movie nice um, which is just interesting <laughs> i guess fascinating but, uh yeah and for some reason the one on youtube is in color but when you like look up the one from the 60s 
like on Amazon or whatever, it's black and white. So I don't know. All right. Well, um, sure. I don't know how YouTube got the color print, but yeah, somebody got lucky. Yeah. Um, right on. That's about all I got, really. Yeah, I think that's all I got too. It's a banger. It is. And uh, thus concludes. Oh, petting the bratwurst. Yeah. That's not a euphemism. Damn. <laughs> Thick. <laughs> yep, that concludes Ronan Vember. So, that brings us to everybody's favorite part of the show. Yeah. What What would you rate this movie out of um, 10 Hanbei's? <laughs> uh, 10 of Hanbei's funny little hat. <laughs> um... Mm, 7.7 7. okay all right yeah what's your reasoning um the the kind of the slow start mm-hmm. um the some of the disturbing content yeah and then <laughs> that fucking i cannot get past that cgi that was <laughs> that was just it's pretty bad that was yeah. rough even for t- 2010 that was yeah. rough and uh yeah just just some of the the technical decisions i guess they made yeah uh and i was like it it just some of the stuff it just felt like it didn't fit That's too fair. well um but i mean other than that the acting was phenomenal as we were saying the fucking like the lighting was really good the acting did i ever say that i think i did uh the I think the story was really interesting. Yeah, it was a f- phenomenal. The action was incredible. Yeah, it's next level. It's yeah, it's it is a force to be reckoned with. Yes. Um. So overall, it was good. It's just there's a few technical things that I I had trouble with, and then just kind of the slow start. Okay. For me, this is a nine. A nine. Yeah. Wow. I mean, and it's but it is. You should take that with some salt because yeah. this is more to my taste yeah. than it is to maybe your average person. Yeah. And I don't know what I just did. I, I have more of a – that was going to be really up my own ass. <laughs> I I have a very like – I'm a man with a very specific taste. No. <laughs> I, it, really though, it does come down to just like yeah. – I like this sort of thing. Yeah. I am big into samurai movies. I'm big into – hyper violent action movies yeah and so for me that all works and i'm also really into just japanese dramas in general like just you know and so for me i'm like as somebody who's more used to some of the more shocking stuff Mm -hmm. i like it more because i like the payoff like i like the beginning of it and how it just explodes at the end Mm -hmm. that all works for me um but I think if you're not a fan of that kind of thing, and if you have a weak stomach or any of those issues we talked about at the beginning, this is not the movie for you. And so I can't recommend it to everybody. But I think if you are a genre fan in the way that I am, then it's a nine out of ten. It's yeah. just it's so good. It yeah. Yeah. It's a big big win for me. Big dub. <laughs> Huge dub. <laughs> That's what they call me down at the, the Cracker Barrel. The cracker Barrel. <laughs> Here comes Big Dub. <laughs> Give me a catfish. I don't know. <laughs> Cracker, Barrel's, Cracker Barrel's a weird place. It feels out of time. Yes. It is. Um, I've only been a few times and it's mediocre at best. I think Cracker Barrel's weird, right? Because 
every Cracker Barrel you go to is essentially the same. It's it's exactly the same. They're all set up the same. The yeah. food's all the same. Mm-hmm. But I've had great Cracker Barrel, uh-huh. and I've had bad Cracker Barrel, yeah. right? By the way, if you're not from the U.S., Cracker Barrel <laughs> is this weird chain of restaurants <laughs> yeah. in the U.S. Yeah. that mostly appeals to old people. Old... old it, it, <laughs> I always like to say there's a reason it's called a cracker barrel. Yes, old white people. <laughs> but it's supposed to be this, like, mix of, like, southern comfort food. Yeah. And, like, American classics. So it's yeah. got a lot of, like, chicken and dumplings and um, cat fried catfish and, yep. and mashed potatoes and mac and cheese. and yep. It's, like, all that kind of food. Yeah. But it's also a country store. Yeah. So there's, like, the front half of it is, like kitschy like gifts and things and yep. old-timey toys and, and you have to walk through that yes to get to the restaurant to the restaurant yeah and inside the restaurant they have like antiques so there's like antique photos on the wall yeah and it feels like you've stepped into like the south before slavery was outlawed yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no um, that's it yeah it's gnarly it is a weird it's a weird thing. Yeah. yeah. I don't even know how they're still in business. I don't know. It's funny, too, because Cracker Barrel feels like... It feels like a caricature of an American restaurant that you would find in another country. <laughs> but it's in the yeah. U.S. Yeah. Like, it feels like when you walk into, like, a... Like, um... What do you call those? Uh, like a... Like a Japanese... Um, oh. <laughs> you know, like... Fusion restaurant. Yeah, fusion restaurant. And they've got, like, you know just random Japanese things on the wall. Yeah. And you're like, that doesn't go with that. Like, what, what <laughs> yeah. is this? You know, what? it feels no, like that's that. actually Chinese. Right. <laughs> yeah. It feels like that, but for Americans. Yeah. But it's, but made, it is American. It's for Americans. I don't know. <laughs> it's a very strange place. It's, it's if odd. you ever visit the, the U S just go inside one. Yeah. I wouldn't say necessarily eat at one. No, it, it's, you can, you can't, it's not bad. And it's not it's, the most expensive thing. Like, no, it's fairly reasonable. Yeah, I the it's a toss up, honestly, with their food. Yes, because uh, like you're saying, I've had bad Cracker Barrel and I've had good Cracker Barrel, but you never know. You really don't. It's and so you know, eat at your own risk. Eat at your <laughs> risk. Eat your Cracker Barrel at your own, own risk. risk. Uh, I, the it's the I think the weirdest part about Cracker Barrel is the fucking gift shop. Yeah, it's, it, it is odd. It doesn't make any sense. When you think about it too hard, you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> what is this? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'd be like if there was like a Kmart out the front of a Taco Bell. You'd be like, <laughs> you'd be like, why is this? This is weird. This is, this is strange. It'd be like, you know, when you go into like a Walmart yeah. and there's like a McDonald's in yeah. there? It's that, but the opposite. opposite. Yeah. It's like you walk into a McDonald's, but there's a Walmart at the back. You'd be like, what the hell? Yep. Uh-huh. But we're just so used to it. Yeah. I don't know. It's it's odd. Cracker Barrels are real weird. And I'm so used to it now because whenever we'd go on vacation, like one of the things you do is you go to Cracker, Cracker Barrel. Barrel. I don't know yeah. why. It's like. Uh-huh. You'll be on a road trip, right? And you'll be on... This is so American. <laughs> you'll be driving through the giant-ass country, and you'll be in the middle of butt-fuck nowhere, nowhere. Yep. and you're like, oh, we got to pull off to get gas, and you're like, yep. you know, you, you pull off the road, and you're like, Cracker Barrel? <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> here? Hell? And you step inside. You're you're in a town with probably four people, 
and the Cracker Barrel is full. It's packed. There's a 20-minute wait. <laughs> yeah. It's 2 p.m. on a Friday, and for yeah. some reason... It's just it's, packed. It's wall-to-wall geriatrics. I don't know. <laughs> and they're all eating the same thing. The same thing, It's yeah. the chicken fried steak yes. with mashed potatoes. Yeah. Oh, now I want Cracker Barrel. Yeah, let's go get Cracker Barrel. All right, let's go. Yeah. There's one by you. Yeah, not to dox you. There's one yeah, right by there you. There is one right by. I keep forgetting it's there. I'll mm-hmm. be like driving down cores and yeah. just off to the right. I'm like, oh look, fucking cracker, cracker barrel. barrel. <laughs> yeah. Cry. And it, like that's the thing, right? Yeah. It's either you're on a road trip and you go to this tiny ass little town mm-hmm. of one guy. Yeah. Right. Packed to the brim, or you're in right a metropolitan area. Yeah. Right. All this modern shit, and then all of a sudden, Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel, yeah. <laughs> and you're like, why? I don't know. How? I don't know. It's like an anchor store, you know? It's just a sign <laughs> yeah. of civilization. I don't know. <laughs> yep. It's like the Dollar General. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <sighs> so. Dollar yeah. Generals feel liminal. Yes. I don't know how to describe it. You step into a Dollar General, <laughs> and you're like, I feel like I shouldn't be here. Yeah. You know? If It does. It feels illegal. The workers don't feel real. Yeah. Like, they're at the thing, and you walk in, and they just look at you like... <laughs> And yep. you're like, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the the entire Dollar General store feels like a back room. Yeah. You're like, I sh- this is for employees only. Yeah. You feel like, I don't, like Dollar Tree can be inviting in yes. the right, you know, it always feels kind of grubby, but <laughs> at the very least you're like, I'm supposed to be in here. Yeah. Dollar General, like there's no windows. Nope. It's such a weird. No. And the, the, the shelving is so weird. Yes. It's set up in such a strange it is odd. way. And there's, like, no order to anything. No. You'll be, like, walking down an aisle and you're like, all right, you know, hammer, nails, peanut butter. What? How did we get here? And that's why I, 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 that's why it feels like a back room. It's like it does. It, there's nothing stocked properly. No. <laughs> and so you're like, this is this is where they get the stuff to stock the yeah. shelves. Where's... It's it's know. a very strange place. Yeah. And they have weird deals. It'll be like, <laughs> yeah. four for nine. And you're like, what? <laughs> How does that, that add up? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. And they're never in a normal spot. Like, no. there's one near me, and it's in this random, like, there's nothing else by it. And there's, like, desert on one side. Yeah. And then there's a Dollar General, and then nothing else. <laughs> nothing else, yeah. It's bizarre. It's very strange. Um the U.S. is a very weird place. We're an odd place. We're, we're, the problem is, I think, is we're so big. Yeah. There's too much space and not enough people. <laughs> yeah. And so we're like, all right, we're just going to put something here. Yeah. And good luck. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Dollar General. I haven't <laughs> thought about Dollar General in a long time. I know. You can actually hold your FedEx packages at a Dollar General. I believe that. They're looking to introduce health care into Dollar Generals. <laughs> Like clinics. Oh, okay. Well, did you see that Amazon is going to get into the insurance business? Oh, good. Yeah, because that's that's add that onto your need. Prime membership. <laughs> <laughs> For an extra two ninety nine, you can get Amazon insurance. Yeah, they're like, all right, you can get. Um, let's see, free shipping, uh, Prime Video. Okay, full coverage. Full co- <laughs> Hold on, I can get health, dental, and vision. What the fuck? And yet, we can't just have. <laughs> it come out of our taxes. I don't know. I, that doesn't make any sense. Weird. It's very strange. I love this country. <laughs> I think uh, my favorite thing uh-huh. is watching British people 
like talk about like oh yeah you know england is so big we got to drive two hours yeah and we're out here you can literally did you can look this up on google Mm -hmm. fucking maps you can drive starting in texas for 13 hours and still be in texas yep yep i saw this great video where you know it was a uh somebody from england and they were talking about they were like Oh, I tell people like, oh, I'm from Shropshire or whatever. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, and people will be like, oh, is that by London? And, and they're like, no, it's not by it's London. It's 45 <laughs> minutes away. And it's like, I could go, go 45 minutes from where I am currently, currently, and not be out of the city. Like, yeah. like yeah. New Mexico is in the top 10 of the biggest states, right? Yeah. You could go from one side of New Mexico to the other, and it would take you hours. Like, yeah. Like five hours, it's, right? Yeah, it, it like to, to go from Albuquerque, which is probably the biggest city in New Mexico, to Denver. Yeah, right. The, Four hours or six hours. In some cases, eight. Yeah, eight, yep. eight hours yeah. just to go over a state. Yep. And we say we're close to Denver. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, literally. We, so me and my roommate and one of our other friends, we were like, oh, yeah. we're going to go watch, uh, I think it was Pierce the Veil up oh, yeah. in Denver. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, yeah, we'll just drive up to Denver. It'll be just like a quick day trip. We'll stay yeah. the night and then drive back. Yep. Right? Eight hours there, eight concert, hours eight hours back. Yep. And it's like, that was nothing. Yeah. Close is like an hour or less. Yes. Right? Like. If like, I say, like, oh, is that close to Albuquerque? I'm like, well, yeah, technically. It tec- yeah. yeah. It's, it's 30 it's, minutes away. But. Right. Like Santa Fe. Right. Right. That's like an hour it away. It is an hour drive. But yeah. it's like, I could go, I could drive to Santa Fe, mm-hmm. have spend a whole fucking day there, and then drive back. There's an hour between Albuquerque and Santa Fe, and yet it's still considered, like, the same metro area. Yes. That's how crazy it is. Yeah. The U.S. is stupid big. It is it is scary big. It's stupid big. The thing, okay, the difference between Europe and the U.S., mm-hmm. Europe is old as fuck. Yeah. It's scary how old it is. Yep. The U.S. is big as fuck. Yeah. Like, you can fit, like, like four Europes yeah. inside of Texas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And to blow people's mind even more, so there's the continental U.S., right? Yes. But then we also have Alaska. And Alaska, by itself, is almost half the size of the continental U.S. Yes. It's huge. It's so. It's about, I think it's like twice the size of Texas. Almost. And it's the, and it's by itself. Like, yeah. you have to leave the continental U.S., yeah. go across Canada, and then you get another U.S. on the other <laughs> side. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it is, it is so big. Yeah. It's so big. And we have Hawaii. That's true. We do have Hawaii. Which is not very big. It's not very big. Our two smallest states are probably Hawaii and Rhode Island. Rhode Island is tiny. You can walk around Rhode Island. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's like our... it. If we had to compare any one state to Europe, it'd probably be like like the entire Northeast. Northeast. Yeah. Yeah. Because we talk about like, oh, he's from Maine. It's like, yeah, he's one of the three people from there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Connecticut and Vermont, they're tiny as shit. Yeah. But they are really tiny. By American standards. Yeah. They're basically Canada. They're anyway. big. I know. <laughs> but like if a European went to Connecticut, they'd feel right at home. Yeah. But it is funny when you see people, they're like, oh, you know, we're taking a trip to the U.S. 
and we're going to stay in Chicago. We'll just take like a day trip to, to North, Florida. To Florida. And it's like, that's a four day trip. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Oh, that's the funniest thing. There's this woman on TikTok that I saw and she like helps people like plan their trips or whatever. Yeah. And she was helping this one family and they're like, yeah, so we're going to go down to Disney World in, or Disney World's in Florida, right? Yeah, yeah. They're like, yeah, we're going to go to Disney World and then we're going to go shoot over to the Grand Canyon uh, and then we're going to go see Mount Rushmore. And she was like, oh, cool. Do you have all your flights booked? Yeah. And they were like, flights booked? And she was like, well, yeah. And they were like, no, we're going to we're gonna drive. And they're like, and she was like, but I see here on your like itinerary, like you're planning to do this all in like, spending like three or four days. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, it should be fine. And she was, and she kind of started laughing. And they were like, why, why are you laughing? And she was like, it takes four days mm-hmm. to just get from Florida to the Grand Canyon. <laughs> yeah. And they didn't believe her and they hung up on her. Yeah. About 10 minutes later, they called back and they were like, yeah, so we're sorry. Yeah. Um, we just looked on Google Maps. That's crazy. And she was like, I can help you get it all figured out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah. anyway, anyway, that was a little lighthearted thing after talk of a... Very grim film. Yes. Um, uh, what are yeah. we watching next time? Next time. Next week. Next Not week. next week. Two weeks. Two weeks. Yes. Um, well, we'll have to talk about when we actually record because I'm kind of going out of town again. Nice. Um, and then also Thanksgiving is happening. But regardless. Oh, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Yes. If, if you celebrate. If you celebrate. If you don't, you know, just remember that. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. <laughs> um, and if you do celebrate, just remember you're celebrating on stolen land. Um, yes. That is true. Haha. Got on. Anyway. <laughs> uh, <laughs> next time. We're doing our first edition of our mystery film. Bum, bum, bum. Bum, bum, bum. So the way this is going to work, I have a movie pre-selected. It's in my head. Okay. I was going to say it's in my inbox. That doesn't make any sense. Um, So what I will do, in fact, I'll do it right now. I'm going to send you a link. Okay. Let me find a link to the trailer. Let me make sure my volume is down just in case it starts playing. Um, I'm on the wrong... Oh, I accidentally opened up the podcast YouTube. Ooh. We have a notification. Let's see what it is. New subscriber. Well, hey. Thank you, Patrick Early. Early. That's very nice of you. Yeah. Um, ooh, let's do a live. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting distracted. Let's do a live subscriber count. We're now 126. Hey. Hey. That's what's up. Good job, everybody. It's divisible by six. 21. Oh, hey. All right. Anyway. Switching over to my personal YouTube, and I'm going to look up the trailer. For D's Nuts. For D's Nuts. <laughs> you know, originally, what I was going to do mm-hmm. is I was going to wait until you actually watch the movie. Okay. To reveal it. But what I'm going to do, we're going to do this live. Okay. Because I think it would be funny to get your reaction. Okay. So I'm going to send you a link. Hopefully it's not malware. It shouldn't be malware. I don't think it should show you a preview, but if it does, don't look at it. Copy that, Chief. So I have sent you the trailer to the movie we're going to watch. In my email? In your email. Okay. And I want you to open it. (laughs) We're going to get your live reaction. All right. See if it's in. It did. Uh, I just have a link. No preview. Okay. Just go ahead and open that link for me. Go ahead and open the link. Tab to unmute. God damn it. Do you want to to go ahead and read out uh, the name of the film that we'll be watching? 
Next time on Viva La Action, uh-huh. we will be talking about the American classic, <laughs> Paul Blart Mall Cop. Yes! I, here's the thing. I've never actually seen this movie. Good. I, I've never seen <laughs> Paul Blart Mall Cop. Uh, I'm excited. I'm I'm also excited. It's not good. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> I don't expect it to be, but I think we'll have fun with it. Oh yeah, it'll be great. Um, I honestly I thought you were gonna rickroll me. That would have been better. That I probably should have done that. But um, yeah. no, that's so next time. We're watching Paul Blart Mall Cop. Paul Blart Mall Cop. <laughs> Excellent. But see, it's it's topical because it takes place on Black Friday. Well, so hey, okay. All right, there you go. It, it's in the holiday spirit. Um, <laughs> I like that we're calling Black Friday a holiday spirit. Yeah. Why not? It's <laughs> fair. I'm going to try Caught Me Up PS5. Oh, me too. Yeah. Not really. But that'd be fun. Yeah. Because here's the thing. We have, two, we have two PS4s and a PS3. Mm-hmm. So if we get rid of all three of those, we can probably afford PS5. That's true. On Black Friday. I still have my PlayStation 4. Nice. Anyway. Um, Paul Blart Mall Paul Cop. Paul Blart Mall Cop. Look forward to that next time. But until then, what should they do? Uh, 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 like, comment, subscribe, mm-hmm. uh, rate us. Give us five stars. Yes. Uh, on all the things. Um Leave a, a nice little comment. Say hello. You can email us at vivalawaction at gmail.com. Yes, absolutely. Um, we're on the social medias. Yep. We got the Instagrams and yep. the Facebooks and yep. the TikToks. Yep. Viva La Action at all those places. Yep. Um, yeah. That's pretty much it. Just interact, baby. Interact with us. Yeah. Um, if you're listening on YouTube, leave a comment. Yeah. Like the video. Share it. You know, um, spread it around like a venereal disease. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, send us a recommendation on the old Gmail. Yep. I'd love to hear those. Yep. Um, or you can comment it. I promise I will respond. Mm-hmm. Um, that's pretty much it. Yep. Uh, you'll find Grayson um, skipping around the forest with a rock above their head. Yep. And you'll find me... Uh, Butt Go- naked on the <laughs> space needle. Yep. In Seattle. Just pissing off the side. There you go. Um that does it for this episode. Hell yeah. Bye. Adios. very dark in here it is it's kind of nice it is it's, it's very raining. pleasant no not yet not yet okay we're gonna go in three two one hello and welcome to viva la action the movie podcast where we're talking about all things action movies the good the bad and the other uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got it we're keeping oh, it in fuck okay we'll try that again